prostitution, the world's oldest profession. Illegal in most places in the world, and, like all things related to sex, a taboo subject we rarely discuss. But, in the rural counties of Nevada, where the West is still wild, pay for play is legal. My name is Jim, and for the last 20 years I've been a customer of the legal brothel system in Nevada. From its lavish high-end resort properties, to its small shacks in the middle of nowhere, from its connections to other arms of the sex industry, to the secrets it keeps from the public. I've seen it all, done most of it, and now I'm going to share it all with you. Join my friend Larry and I as we take you Behind the Red Light. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Behind the Red Light, your favorite informative entertainment show uh, delving into the adult situation industry in Nevada, uh, the brothel system. Yes. And I am the guy running the boards, Larry, and across from me is sitting our subject matter expert, Jim. Say hello to all the fine people. Hello, fine people. Boy, it took me a minute to spit all that out. It did. You know, and we've had to wait a week. Our hero is just waiting desperately in the halls. Yes. And and if you've noticed that uh, Jim has declared himself the hero of the story. Yes, absolutely. Our egos know no bounds. Correct. (laughs) I can't fit through the door this morning. No, this morning was Mm -mm. a really rough morning. Yes. But, yeah, our other hero has just got done mowing the lawn, came in here, closed the door, understood that we had a podcast. But before we get to the podcast, we have to do our P's and Q's. That's right. We have to put a disclaimer on this, folks. We do not work for anyone in the sex industry whatsoever, no way, shape, form, or fashion. So, therefore, we are not here to encourage. No. We are not here to to push you towards it. No. We are not here to promote it. No. We're not here encouraging it. No. Not at all. We are here simply as an informative source. Of of historical facts and entertainment. That is all we are here to do. Yeah, and uh, you're a grown ass adult. You do what you want. Absolutely. So, where we left off last week? Well, where we left off was we, the... yes, we were talking about. Oh, just take my job over. Uh, I'm going to. We were talking about what it's like to go to events in the adult industry. So we were taking a bit of a. A detour from the brothel itself, so to speak. Well, it's still in the adult industry. Without a doubt. And these are still things that you can get in a brothel as far as things go. But uh, if you listen to our show two weeks ago, we started to explore um, sex. Yes, absolutely. And we landed here. Yes, we sure did. So in any case, we were talking about it. And... uh, I was sort of focusing on the things you see and the different things that are out there uh, last time, but I wanted to talk a little bit more about the people that I've met. Yes, over yes, the, we were going to drive down that road. Yeah, over the time of visiting these shows, such as the Adult Entertainment Expo or Exotica or what have you. And I have to tell you, I have met some very, very fun, entertaining, uh, awesome people that are just uh, just great human beings at these shows that I've had a, uh, a, an incredible time getting to know or hanging out with or whatever. Been a great experience. And I'll regale you with a few of them. Uh, one of my favorite stories comes from a few years back. I went to uh, Exotica. This was, I believe, one in New Jersey. And 
there was a couple there that produces uh, toys for the S&M community. Yes, I, I believe I remember seeing one of these things that you brought he, home. Oh, yes. You. So and there I am. ridiculous. So there I am. Now, of course, for those of you who just picked this show as the first show you're listening to. <laughs> Sorry for you. Yeah. Um, you may not know that Larry and I are in the pro wrestling business locally where, where we're at. And so when I looked to my right and I saw these people and they had – this stick that and, and the only thing I can describe it as it wasn't just a stick. No, no, it was a bundle of, of sticks. sticks. Yes, what I would suggest it, for the, some of you will probably know what a kendo stick or a Singapore cane is. This is basically a um, a martial arts training tool mm -hmm. that we oftentimes use in the in the uh, in the wrestling business as a weapon because it makes a nice sound. Yes, and, and it, it was used basically to substitute for a sword during training, yeah. and it's meant to sting if it hits you in order to train you to not get hit well the singapore cane thing came about and now we're getting way off topic yeah the singapore cane thing came out because remember that kid who spit gum out uh, in a foreign country yes and, and he, he got, got cane he got cane yeah well that's not the type of cane they used in no. that instance but it made it sound more brutal when they called it a singapore cane yeah, yeah. but nevertheless uh so we use these things all the time and you know so it's passe because you see them constantly i look over and i see what looks like a bundle of five or six half-inch dowel rods that have been cobbled together into a beating device. And I a see... A beating device. Yes. Yeah, we're going with that. And I see this... Does this thing have a proper name? I, not that I know of. I really don't know. We should probably figure that if, out. It, yeah, if I see these people again, I'm going to have to ask them. But in any case, I... Uh, I immediately detour and run over to these people and they can clearly see that I'm excited about this thing. And I pick it up and I'm like, this is, this is fabulous. My, my, my friend is with me and I'm looking and he's not in the wrestling business and he's looking at me like I've lost my mind. <laughs> and uh, I said, you don't understand. I said, we could beat each other with this thing. It'd be great. And this guy <laughs> comes over to me and he says, Oh, you like that? And I said, yeah, I said, I've got a question. It might seem a little weird. And then he gave me this look like, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Did you not realize where you are? Right. <laughs> How is this? <laughs> and I, yeah. Yours was probably milk toast compared to everything else. Yeah. And, and as, as I'm saying this, the woman who's with him, who I would discover is his wife, she comes over and she says, oh, he, 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 uh, he used it on me last night. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit bruised today. And she's rubbing one of her ass cheeks at the time she's saying this. And I said, well, let me ask you. I said, have you ever used it on somebody's back? And they stopped and looked at me like, what are you, a weirdo? Because they're, yeah, they're thinking, ones to talk. Because they're thinking, dude, you could hurt somebody that way. That's not what this is for. This is yeah. for play. You know, because... People that you will find that people that are into S and M, they are ethical about their play and know the goal is not to cause any damage. It's not to hurt or kill somebody. That's not what S and M is about. So when I'm asking about hitting somebody in an area that could cripple somebody, they're like, uh, "No, you know, no, no, this is not a good thing." Is that like so, the dog, uh, like the donkey punch community? That's really weird. Yeah, where... there's, yeah, there's, you know, listen, there's, there's, a, and there's extremists in any community, yeah. of course. But you'll find that that people that are into bondage and all that kind of stuff, they're very, very ethical. They're not brutalists. No, okay. no, 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 no. So we're going to uh, have to travel down that road 
yeah. one day. So at this point, I, I, I said, let me explain. I said, you know, I do pro wrestling, and I said, I'd love to use one of these in a match. I said, could one of you hit me across the shoulder blades? And I showed them where I would want to get hit. This is, by the way, how we do this and not get hurt, a little exposing the business a little bit. Yeah. But like with a, a steel chair or whatever, it is a real steel chair we get hit with. It's just a matter of where you're hitting somebody as not to hurt them. And it, 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 it stings a little. It stings a little. And you also have to trust the person who's going to hit you. Without with, a doubt. with, with the Because uh, you and I have both been hit by steel we've chairs. We've both been hit by good chairs and we've both been hit by bad chairs. Yes. yes. And there's a huge difference between one lane flat and one lane landing crooked yeah the bad chair sucks so in any case i asked them if they'd be willing to do this and they said yeah i mean yeah sure you know so they did uh, she hit me and i said harder and she hit me again i said give me one more and, and i mean i'm not reacting it because it's not hurting me. yeah i mean i'm feeling it but much like a steel chair and once i felt the pressure of that feels like a steel chair. I looked over at my buddy, and he's giving me a look like, oh, Jesus, You're like that, you know, it must have hurt. And I said, that's perfect. <laughs> and I looked back at this woman, and I said, how much? And she said, well, they're normally $75. And I was like, oh. And I thought, oh, that's, I mean, I get it. I understand their hand, like the stuff is hand woven that puts them together and blah, blah, blah. And I get it. I completely get it. This guy can see this, and he's like, let me ask you something is this ever going to be filmed anywhere for me to see? And I'm like, oh, I can make we that can happen. We can make that happen. And he's like, in that case, and I got what we call in the wrestling business, the brother rate. Oh, <laughs> so I got it. The for, cost of production. Yes, is yes. I, I got, well, he made a little problem, but I, I, I got it for much less than the asking price. So I, uh, I, I said sold. I took the, the the audiences that I have pulled this out in front of. You know personally. Oh yeah, very much so. They love that thing. Well, the thing is, is when you first showed up with it. Yes. Like, the, well, the boys flipped out. Well, yeah, the boys were like, "Oh my god, me! I, I, I just like it looks like a baseball bat. And uh-huh. It was very, very weird, and I didn't understand what <clears> I was quite looking at yet. Yeah." And I'm like, what are you, what, what are you gonna do with that? Oh, the noise it makes and is the, amazing. Then you hear the noise. The I I don't understand the enjoyment of using it on somebody's bum, but in a wrestling sense, when you crack somebody over the back with it, and the noise that it makes is incredible. It's great. I, yeah. You in in our business. Much like the porn industry, which we mm-hmm. would uh, eventually, well, we'll I'm sure we'll we deep dive on that one one day. Deep dive on on, on the correlation, the, yeah, the correlation between. between the two businesses. But yeah, you you are selling you are selling fantasy, you are selling a show, you are mm-hmm. selling pain. Yeah, and and using your body to do so, and using your body to do so. So when you are uh, you, when you see this thing and you don't know what it's used for, and it looks very intimidating. Yeah. And you hear the sound that it makes, and the guy who receives it is selling it like crazy. Yeah, makes it look like that he just had his 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 back caved in. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a it's beautiful great. device. I have used, and that's not the only device that I have purchased at one of these shows. I have a flogger that I use. I've had a couple whips that I've used in the ring. I almost almost took poor CEO's eye out with one of them. Who? <laughs> yeah, one of our one of our other wrestlers, uh, using his 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 working name of yeah. course. Uh, but he, uh, I had a whip and I I cracked it. 
Now, he was far enough away from me that it should not have touched him, but he stepped forward, and it caught him. Ooh. It caught him just in the forehead, Ooh. and he told me in the back, he said, dude, another inch, that would have hit my eye. And I was like, ooh, yeah, I guess I, I'm not going to use the 10-foot one again. You wouldn't be seeing. Yeah, and I, I, I decided, I looked it after that, go with the smaller one. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I've used any manner of, of stuff like that, and it fits with my my gimmick of sort of being the king of Las Vegas and well, all that kind of thing. And, and, and the more that we talk about about it and the more that I'm thinking about it right here in real time. Yeah, S&M uh toys would, would They're perfect. Would we consider them toys? Well, I, yeah, I guess or, so. Or, uh, devices, equipment, equipment, I don't uh, They're you're kind of perfect for are, for a pro wrestling environment for a hardcore match for sure. Perfect for the wrestling industry mm-hmm. because of the sound that they might they yep. make. They look intimidating. Yeah. And uh, they don't really hurt unless you're actively trying to hurt somebody correct correct if you know what you're doing you can use them appropriately without killing anybody yeah and that's that's really where what it comes down to but though that couple they were so nice i'll never forget them they were a lot of fun (laughs) we we had a good laugh afterward when i was telling them what i intended to do with it did they see the video i don't know i remember sending it to them but i don't recall if they it's been so long i don't recall if they've responded to it it was a number of years years ago now uh before the pandemic so you know it's been a few years it was it was but I guess it has been a few years. Yeah, it's been a while. It's it's been quite a while. Uh, It's been at least four years. Um, And you know, you know, another example of of uh, of people I've met. uh, You know, some of the some of the people that you meet. First of all, much like again the wrestling business, what you see on film, yes, versus the way the people are in real life, two completely two totally different things. And um, I'm walking by one of the tables. You know, a lot of the girls do autographs and stuff. And I will support because I recognize much like, again, in the wrestling business, they're independent contractors. They're not getting residuals. They're not getting anything like that. So if I can throw a few bucks oh. for an autograph or a photo, hey, why not? You and, know? To, and to uh, strengthen your point on that, because we now have the Internet. And yeah. so much video is on the internet. It's very difficult sometimes for these girls to make money. Yeah. So, how, to moni- how do you monetize when all you have to do is like flip open your phone, type something in, and there it is? Yeah, you've got to monetize your brand. And that's ultimately what some of them are very good at and some aren't. In fact, I probably <clears> – <throat> it's so uh, – not agreed, but it's so um, just uh, – what I, I'm searching for a word um vicarious yeah we'll go with vicarious it's so vicarious that you don't even know the names of or, or some of the guys who are looking at don't even know the names of the girls that they're no looking at. yeah um and one of the things i'll say is that like and the industry you know keeps to itself a lot yes you know because they're not sure so you know sometimes during these interactions uh, i'm kind of getting away from that one story to tell another one but no. i've mentioned uh, uh a situation in one of the the brothels where i've met some some of the adult film stars will work in brothels. Mm. And one of them that I met there who, go, who goes by the name Kate Frost, uh, I ran into her then at one of these shows several years after I'd seen her at the brothel, and she recognized me right away. Mm. And we started talking, and then the, the, the girls that she was sharing the table with, she said, this guy's good people, he's okay, treat him well. And all of a sudden, I'm in. Oh, you got yeah, the, because I, I got, I got, you got the yeah, secret handshake. Yeah, so to speak, because you you got that rub that you know she knows you you're all right, you know that sort of thing. But in any case, this the person I was talking about uh, is another uh, adult film star goes by the name April O'Neil, which should be a name that you recognize as. Hey, isn't that the girl that's off of uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yes. Well, 
It turns out the reason I stopped at the table wasn't because I knew her name, wasn't because I'd ever seen her work. I've never seen a scene, but I still haven't. But I'm walking by, and the photographs that she has are all of these things that if if our other show was adult-oriented, would be all over it. Oh, wonderful. Like, she has one where she has a proton pack on, and then and the, the, the suit's pulled down that her breasts are exposed of course and slimer is in the background and or you know there's all this there's star wars ones well of course i immediately again if i could steal a term from the wrestling business that describes the moment where you turn complete fanboy i marked out no okay okay Mm -hmm. i see this and i'm like so you're saying cause this woman cosplay yes and and it's it's all yes and it's all it's all my type of nerd shit you know so i am officially into this now i walk over to the table i introduce myself she was not busy at the time Myself and my friend I'm with, we now spend a half hour with this woman completely nerding out. We don't mention one thing about the sex business. Not one (laughs) thing. We don't ask. I'm telling you, nothing came up whatsoever that was in any way adult related. We are too busy discussing our fandom. And the things that we love, we bought autographs, we got photographs, no, we didn't, I didn't care what she did. All I cared was that we, and she, she actually said she thanked us for being able to like allow her to nerd out for a while. No, She's no. like, this was such a release to be able to just, you know, forget the adult nonsense for a minute and just be herself for that moment so much fun we had such a great time i this was also the place that i met an adult entertainer known as rubber doll who is a a fetish performer and she's a beautiful woman i'm sure she is very intelligent knows what she but her show is insane and it is something you would expect to see in a circus sideshow. It's that wild. Okay. Uh, there's one point where she's wearing a metal bustier and she has a grinding wheel that she then begins to grind and sparks are flying at the audience. Of course. All this craziness. Uh, it, it, it's wild. I mean, she is she is completely wild and it is so much fun to watch her perform. Um we met another one who is a professional dancer who was looking for a gimmick. She was looking for something that could separate her out from just being the average stripper and decided on a clown gimmick. Ew. I, I am not. And initially I thought there's got to be people weirded out by this. And they are. And she just rubs it in that they are. But the whole act I mean, there's balloon animals. There's, <laughs> there's, you know, there's the the, the bucket of confetti flying yeah. at you. There's all the times that she's managed to incorporate into this striptease routine, and it's 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 wildly entertaining. Well, and on a side note to that, there is also a community out there that clowning is a thing. Yeah, both in the fetish community yeah. and just in, in know, life. Yeah. So, and but the funny thing about this is when you meet these businesswomen who are doing the emphasis on businesswomen yes who are doing these things and have these brands her name is bj mcnaughty by the way bj mcnaughty yeah when you when you meet uh, (laughs) when you meet these these businesswomen who are doing these things and 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 have created this brand for themselves they are brilliant businesswomen and they know how to promote themselves and they make 
an incredible living off of what they're this is not the women I'm describing, these are not women that you go to your local strip club and see. These are women that major clubs bring in that are names in that business. It's the it's the equivalent of bringing in Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. onto a an independent show or something. You know, you're bringing in a name that because she puts herself out there like that is known nation or worldwide for the performances that she does. So she takes what is a career that has a very limited shelf life and turns it into something very, very successful. This is not an idiot. No. You know, this is somebody that you're talking to that really, if you, if, if anything, you want to sit at the learning tree and listen to them because they got it. They won. You know, they got it yeah, right, they- so to speak. In terms of the, the the game of life and making money. Well, let me uh, let, let me put this towards you. How much or how much time? Uh, how much stage time do they get? Well, like in the case of like Rubber if, Doll, if, she's if, usually on. I mean, it's it's probably she probably does you know twelve to fifteen minutes. Twelve to fifteen minutes of stage time. Yeah, and in our probably world, does two shows a night when she's featuring somewhere. So four shows on a weekend if she does a Friday and a Saturday night somewhere. But still, that's twelve to fifteen minutes, and then she's going to sit in the back of the club, sign autographs, sign autographs, take that she, pictures that she's charging for. It, like I said, the sex industry has so much in common with with professional wrestling. It's unbelievable. Well, and, and it, the, it's the, the only, same thing. The only difference between uh that and, and and the professional wrestling is I would really really like for people to start throwing money at, 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 at us. At yeah, that'd be ring. nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. While we're in there doing Boy, it. That'd be fantastic, wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? But yeah, I mean, you these know, women are getting money thrown at them while performing. Oh, absolutely. And and so, you know, you figure the club pays 5 to 10 grand to bring them in or whatever it is. Yeah. So they're making five to ten grand, right plus there their travel expenses, off the right off the top, and then from there, you know, they're getting their entire stage set of money. They're getting the entire meet and greet. I mean, they're making a fortune. So, what's the club make off of that? Do they get drinks well. The club or? is the club is getting the gate. Oh, so yeah, keep in mind right. they're 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 promoting that you know this person's going to be there, and as a matter of fact, oddly enough, after the first time I met Rubber Doll, um, she appeared at a club locally to us. Oh. And I thought, well, now I'm going to go see the act in real life, so to speak, to see it. And, I mean, she brought the house down. I mean, she walked out. And they had her. It was for Halloween weekend one year. They had her in because they were doing an S&M ball was the theme at the club. Oh, so she fit in. So, oh, no, well, not only that, but all the customers were, you know, we, especially those that were regulars, as I was at the time. Uh, you know, we all went in fetish gear. So I mean, it was it was a great time. It was it, again just an absolute blast, um, and I think that's the thing about these events that you go to. You are there with like minded people, and so as long as you are willing to be open and let yourself go, and that's the biggest thing I can tell you: let yourself go, let yourself go. There's nothing wrong with it. And when you let yourself go, you meet people and you talk to people and you're open with people and you have such a good time. And never once, not one time, has anybody ever approached me or tried to force me to do anything I didn't want to do. And that's that's a key. Never. That's a key. Going never, to these never, places never. and these, not being forced All upon. of these people that are at an event like this, the biggest thing that they all understand is consent because they've all had to deal with it because of the, the situation that they're in. And so you never have that to worry about. You never have that. The, the guys that are boneheads that walk into it, we were talking about, you know, idiots a couple weeks ago. Yes. Um, the guys that are boneheads that walk in there and they want to, you know, pose with a girl and they want to grab her somewhere. Well, th- no, 
You don't do that. You know, and it's stupidity. You know, instead, I anytime I've ever posed with any of the girls, I generally say, you put my hands where you want them, is usually my answer, because that way I avoid... You don't avoid touching anybody. I avoid or... touching anything that they don't want touched. And and I will tell you that nine times out of ten, my they... hand ends up somewhere I really wanted it to be. Yeah. <laughs> touching that one with a ten-foot pole. Yeah. So, you know, there you go. And and that, that's it, – it, they are great events, and they are a ton of fun. I, I've met so many wonderful people, um, and I, I do suggest going – you know, if you're going to go, the first time you go, go for the day. Go for one day, check it out. That way, it's not overwhelming. You're not stuck there all weekend. You're not stuck in a hotel. You're nothing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and if you feel uncomfortable, you can leave. You can always leave. You can and always it, leave. And it wasn't a huge investment of time, money, whatever. Yeah. Uh, a good one as an example. Again, my bu- my buddy who goes with me to all these things. Uh, my friend, I will use his nickname of Stripe. Don't ask me why he has that nickname. It's it's. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Actually, he does the most ridiculous. Uh, imitation of Stripe from the Gremlins that you've ever heard, and it's very creepy. But that's how he got the nickname. But in any case, Stripe and I have been going to strip clubs and events like this together for decades now. So, you know, we always go together, and we always have a good time. Uh, We, last year, went to Exotica in uh, D.C., which is not actually in D.C., it's outside of it. But um, we only went for the day, but now, and that's what we're planning to do again this year is go because we found a tiki bar that's right around the corner from it. So we're going to go check that out and then go to the tiki bar and everything else. No, oh, that's cool. But, you know, it's, 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 again, it's a lot of fun. We, I was just, you know, we were just, what got us on this subject is I was just at Exotica in New Jersey. And he and I did go for the weekend this time. And it was a great time and a great experience. And we had a wonderful time. And, um, Again, you know, once you've tried it a couple of times, go for the weekend. Immerse yourself in it. Go to the after parties or hang out in the hotel bar. Even better yet, where you meet all the, the, the like-minded people and now you're drinking and having a good time and joking around and it's a good experience. Well, it sounds like you, haven't, you, you had a lot of fun this time around. I did, and I will tell you that it's, um, it's not unlike the experiences, because you've mentioned, you know, over the course of this show and the previous one. Right about going to toy shows and stuff as you and I do for our other major broadcast. Right. Um, and uh, it's very similar to that in respect to your, because you're in a community of people who are all there for the same thing mm-hmm. and they all have the same enjoyment with it, that they love being there. They love being able to be free about it because how often they, they, they don't get to do that. They can't do it at work. They can't do it at home normally. They can't do it. Right. You know, so now they're in this this environment, much like you say at a Comic-Con or a toy show where you get to go, wee, I'm here. Oh, yeah, I, very you know, much so. You have seen me jut across an aisle yes. to go, look at that, it's a thing. Yes, and, and th- it's the same thing. So even to people that I would say wouldn't enjoy this specific type of activity, I would say to you that I am sure there is some type of group, event, convention, whatever, that suits something you're interested in in your life. Yeah, outside of outside of the the 
the adult entertainment yes. industry. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Of toys, outside, outside whatever. of comic books. There are conve- Don't be around your people. Yeah, the, because there are... Uh, the, the funny thing about this is I talked about the Adult Entertainment Expo. It's in Vegas every year. Vegas is the convention capital of the world. Yes, it is. There are more conventions there on different things than you could possibly imagine. Look them up. Avail yourself the opportunity. And go to a convention and something that interests you. Meet some like-minded folks. Get out of the house a little bit. Yeah, because it has been statistically proven uh, and scientifically proven. Community, communication, enjoyment, and having an activity to go do with people that you enjoy being around is not only good and healthy for you, but it means that you're living a better life and a healthy life and a longer one. Yeah, well, and then the other thing, too, that I, I think about it is, I hear so often that people don't know how to meet a special somebody anymore. Well, if you would go to some events where you have some, you immediately have something you immediately in common. You have common ground. Yeah, with everybody that's there. Yeah. I mean, don't be a fool. Go into that environment, do the thing that you like to do, and you'll meet other people that like doing the thing. No, you know, no, don't go there to try to pick up women. Well, no, not specifically. No, of course not. But if you're there, you'll meet somebody. If you're there and you happen to meet people organically, you never know what might happen. Mm. It'll be fun for you. Absolutely. And uh, what's fun for us is we're looking forward to next week where we don't really have a topic. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, Oh, yes, we do. I have decided that we have been. Oh, he's decided. I have. We have have been avoiding getting down and dirty. And we're going to get down and dirty next week. We've been avoiding getting down and dirty? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not talking about dirty as in sexually dirty. We're going to get into the ugly. We're going to talk about the Lamar Odom incident next week. Oh, are we? Now? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, there's a few incidents that we need to talk about. But uh, if you have any questions about the incidents that we cause on this show, mm-hmm. feel free to reach out to us at BehindTheRedLight702 at gmail.com. Drop us a line. You send us a question. We'll probably read it on the air. Actually, nine times out of ten, we will read it on the air unless it's something silly like, uh, do you like jelly beans? Uh, anything that is purported to be offensive, we are definitely going to read on the air. And any religious nut that wants to tell us that we're wrong and condemning us to hell, we're totally reading on the air. And exposing you. Oh, very much exposing you because uh, you're just not being a very nice person. because yeah, you're, you're being a jerk. But if you do not, uh, if you do like exposure in a positive manner mm-hmm. or you feel like you want to have a community, much like we talked about, Jim will tell you all about that. Well, absolutely. You can be part of the of the. Be- Behind the red light community, all you have to do is go to the Book of Faces, look us up. You'll see a beautiful logo there with, with a silhouette of a woman in neon. You just you like that page, share it away, post all you want to, talk with us. I promise you, we don't bite; we only nibble. Yeah, I think that's about all we can uh, all we can say for. Uh, that's a right, good place. Right <laughs> good, yeah, we're that's just a gonna, good place to end right and there. We are going to slowly back out the door. Absolutely, we shall see you next week. Actually, I kind of like that, backing out the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We will see you next week. From Larry, Jim, Jim, Larry, ta-ta, everybody. See ya.